0: Was as always, it's so good to be back. I was away last weekend up in beautiful Bloomington, Illinois, for the wedding of my cousin Eric and his lovely new bride Sarah. And always good to see family and to be up there, but, man, it's so great to be back. And, you know, we have... Such a beautiful church, and it's always so good when you come in and you get to notice it, you know, anew. And one symbol, I don't know if you've ever noticed, uh, in our church, on the very front of the altar, probably, depending on where you're sitting, you might have some trouble seeing it, but pay attention, you know, when you come up for communion, not too long, so you got to keep moving. But if you get a chance after Mass to come up and see it as well, on the front of the altar... Is a symbol of a pelican. And if you know about the story about this, but it's a beautiful Eucharistic symbol, which the pelican it said that when it has trouble getting food for its chicks, will peck at itself to feed the chicks from its own flesh. And it's a Eucharistic symbol, when you think about that, especially on this feast of Corpus Christi, that Christ pours out himself. For us. And so we have that beautiful symbol on the front of our altar. And on a lot of altars all over the world, there will be some sort of a symbol on the front. And where the gospel takes place today, uh, where Jesus fed the 5,000 plus, uh, there's a church there right by the Sea of Galilee. And on the front of that altar is an interesting symbol, kind of symbolizing what we just heard about in the gospel today. It's an image of two fish. And I bet you're going to guess how many loaves of bread, right? It was four. Huh, it's kind of funny. So in the gospel, obviously they bring to Jesus five loaves and two fish. But at the altar at that church where this took place, four loaves and two fish. Now, there was no one there like a guide to explain that when I had the the pleasure and honor of getting to be there about three years ago. But, you know, I I talked with the deacon that we were with kind of about what the, the symbolism might mean. And there's, I think, two different meanings in particular. One that we came up with when we were talking about it right then. And one I've been sort of meditating about the last couple of days as we've been getting ready to celebrate this particular feast of Corpus Christi. I think the sort of obvious one is when you think about the placement, okay, of an image of four loaves and two fish, What's going on on top of the altar? It's that sort of like fifth loaf that we get to continue to participate in, right? Every time we come to the Mass, Christ continues to give of that. And so it's like you have this image from the Gospel today there, but it's not sort of trapped in the past. We have the living bread on the altar that we get to continue to consume. It's not as though this particular gospel is only 2,000 years ago, but rather... Every time we come to Mass, we continue to be fed by Christ himself in this miraculous way. And that's the great thing about the sacraments. I mean, throughout time, throughout space. And the fact is that, you know, even today, in Salisbury, North Carolina, at roughly 8.15 in the morning, we get to come and encounter Christ, who is with those people as he fed them, fed the 5,000. We continue to participate in this miraculous healing those loaves continue to be with us. And so in a way, it's almost like it's unfinished. There he is coming to us all the time. And that was sort of the image or the description that the deacon and I came up with that day. But the one I've been thinking about the last couple of days is one other one, is when you look at that and look at the gospel from today, you know, what happens? You know, they're, they're out, they're kind of away from any of the big cities. I mean, we're talking about thousands of people, and what's the apostle's instinct? It's not to bring everybody together and make this work. No, it's Jesus, send them away. We can't take care of this group. We can't make this happen. And I love Jesus' response give them some bread yourselves. You know, He wants them to be a part of this. And of course, they say, all we've got is five loaves and two fish. And it sounds like so little, right? And the same can feel true for us. There's so much that needs to happen for our, let's say, group of 50, although thank God it's even bigger than that. But as we come together, as we're grouped together, our Lord takes from what we offer and makes it so much greater. You know, it's when you think back to that old commercial, right? It's like shake and bake and I helped, you know? It's not just fried chicken. He doesn't just give it to us. He allows us to participate in what's going on. We have a part to play in the continual feeding of God's people by God himself. We have to participate in, of course, the beautiful symbolic action of bringing up the gifts, of bringing bread and wine and God's action of those words through the Holy Spirit, making that the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. And of course, there's so much more to it too. We have other things to offer that make the parish the living reality that it is, that Christ's presence continues to be with us, and yet we get to participate with him. And so often we can feel like, well, what do I have to offer? What can I put in? you know what? There's very little here. But we see, I mean, there's been a tradition of offering from very early on. You look at that first reading of Melchizedek and Abraham. What does Abraham do? He gives the high priest Melchizedek a tenth of everything. We all have a part to play in building up the parish, in building up the body of Christ, of making sure that those elements It may be small. We may not have a whole lot to bring. We may feel that way like, what do I have? It's so insignificant. And yet, what does Jesus do? By his taking of our gifts, by his looking up to heaven, thanking God, blessing them, he makes them incredible. He makes them greater than we could have ever imagined. You know, you look at this at the end, 12 wicker baskets full, and he continues to make that present today. And so what do we do? We keep thanking God for the fact that he stays in our midst, that he loves us enough to continue to give us himself body, blood, soul, and divinity. Like I said from before, continues to be that loaf in our presence, continues to give us his presence each and every day. And think about the number of circumstances that he's there for. One thing I'm really blessed by right now is we have our seminarian, Chris. It's so good to have him with us. And you know, it's, it's interesting. It's like having an intern or a shadow around. And so it sort of focuses, I have to focus on the fact that, hey, Here's somebody with me all the time. And on Friday, we had a pretty busy day. And one of those days as a priest, or I like to say sometimes like you're at the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, we had two sick calls that morning. One, looks like he's going to be fine. We're really excited about that. I'm happy. You know, it's going to be okay. The second one, it's difficult. I don't know that she's going to pull through. You know, and so we say, it's like giving her the anointing of the sick. Either this is going to help you to get better or it's going to help prepare you for the best. And in both situations, both of those people received the Blessed Sacrament. Christ is present in that midst. I was thinking about this just this morning. This Mass is being offered for Mercedes Rogers, who I had the, the honor and privilege of taking communion to several times, who I was with in joyous occasions when her grandchildren were confirmed or graduated, and she received the Eucharist then. I had the honor and privilege and sad duty of being there for her funeral mass, of being there with her so many times, and knowing that Christ was there in the midst of that. And then on Friday evening, we had a wedding mass. I don't know if you know this. We've had a ton of weddings lately, and it's just beautiful. It's amazing. Normally, they're on Saturday. Yesterday was the ordination, so we had one on Friday night. It was lovely. And so, We have this beautiful wedding where William and Claudia come together. They bring the element, so to speak, of themselves, and Christ in that sacrament makes it something amazing. Jesus remaining in our midst all the time, and what do we have to do? We bring the gifts that we have. And even that gift that spells out love so often in our relationship, T-I-M-E, right, time, the more that we're able to offer even just our time to our Lord, He takes that and makes miraculous things happen. The great news for us on this solemnity of Corpus Christi is that Jesus stays in our midst. And as we come up to him, as we offer him what we have to offer, he does amazing things with it. We're not left alone. He loves us and continues to provide. So as we look at, so to speak, four loaves and two fish, let's pray for that grace both to bring what we have to offer, whatever that may be, and to know that our Lord takes it, that he gives us something so much more that we could have ever imagined, his very presence, his body, his blood, his soul, and his divinity. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and